0: there. I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hello, hello. Welcome in for this week's episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. This is episode 21, and I'm your host, Erin Kraber. It is now officially June and summer has arrived. Kids are out of school and starting new routines for the next six or so weeks of their summer break. And for us, this means various weeks of camps and different caregivers we trust to help out while we are at work. And sometimes there are days I miss the simplicity of having the daycare available for the girls. Having year-round, reliable, scheduled care made so many things easier. The care centers we chose didn't operate on an academic calendar, so there was always something fun for the girls to look forward to, especially as they grew to the pre-K rooms. Now, not every day was simple with the girls at that age. I don't miss racing around to get everything and everyone ready for daycare each day. And I certainly don't miss the days, and there were days, when one of the girls or both just wasn't having it that morning. Finding a quality childcare provider is a challenge in and of itself. There are many different styles and decisions to make before you can even feel comfortable enough to leave your child in the hands of someone else while you go about your workday. So that could definitely be an entire podcast topic on its own. But if you're in this season of life where you're making choices about childcare and feeling guilty about it on your commute into work or your work from home, I think talking through the stresses of the morning drop-off might be a little bit more helpful. Because seriously, I challenge you to find something more heart-wrenching than leaving a screaming child behind at daycare. You're already not looking forward to a day full of work, And a crying and clinging child definitely doesn't make it any easier. There were definitely days that had me questioning my role as a full-time working mother because it would be so stressful, and also days when I saw moms and dads attempting to motivate slash surfboard carry screaming kids into the building. The funny thing about this looking back is that those same kids were the ones begging to stay five extra minutes when parents came back for pickup at the end of the day. Certainly not funny at all at the time, but now it's also not untrue either. If daycare or preschool drop-off is part of your morning routine, you definitely need all the help you can get to keep your sanity. You have a long day ahead of you, so these few tips might help make all the difference. I've broken it down into three different techniques you might want to try when it comes to the daycare drop-off routine. Reassure, distract, and reward. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with a simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable comfortable durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit erincraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. So let's start with reassure. Separation anxiety is a legitimate emotion, and one that requires your time and attention. Don't ignore it, Face it and talk it out together. Set expectations on what the kids have to look forward to and when you will be there to pick them up. The car rides each morning are a great time for some conversation. Of course you know you will be back to pick them up, but do they know that? They have no concept of time, so breaking it down into manageable pieces I found to be really helpful. Give them something to look forward to in terms they can understand. For example... I'll be back after nap time, or when the little hand is on the five, I will be there. I learned that having a go-time routine created an element of the process they learned and trusted. Much like bedtime, a routine can make a big difference. The one-hug, one-kiss method is simple, but you can also be creative based on your child's interests or particular needs. Their age also matters. I always got down on their level, Gave a cheek kiss and hug and said, be good and I'll see you after work. Super simple, but it also reassured that they would see me later. I've seen fist bumps, smiley faces drawn on hands, and small stuffed animals tucked into cubbies before parents head out the door. Method two is distract. Do you ever just want to take your child to their classroom and then quickly slip out when they aren't looking? There is nothing to feel ashamed of. Seriously, do it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this approach. Work with your child's classroom teacher to make it a reality. Ask them to help with distractions so you can race out the door quickly and quietly. Do the go time routine and then get out. If the teacher doesn't offer this up on their own, try getting a teacher to show them a new play space or activity in another area of the room away from the door. Have the teacher... Take them on a special trip to the office or to visit a neighboring class. Lingering in the room can prolong the tantrum or emotional distress rather than ease it. Teachers are prepared to work through these challenges, so you have to trust their ability to manage any issues and get everyone moving on with their day. Plus, now you're late on top of the stress of the drop-off disaster you just left behind. The third part is reward. Oh, yes, sometimes a good old fashioned bribe can work wonders. I prefer to call it a negotiation. Is there a favorite lovey or security item that can travel in the car to and from daycare? My daughter went through this phase where she had to have a certain collection of stuffed animals with her at all times. She knew she couldn't take them into school, so we struck a deal that she could buckle them into her car seat when she had to get out. No whining or arguing about it allowed. They would be right there for her to collect at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be fancy. A small snack to enjoy in the car, a sticker for each drama-free morning, or a special toy at the end of the week. One of the most important things to remember during these difficult transitions is that you chose the best care possible for your child. Trust that the learning center or independent provider you chose to care for your child has their best interest in mind at all times. They are skilled caregivers. Also, take comfort in the fact that your child is not the first drop-off meltdown, the worst child, or even the last meltdown they will see, because it's a completely normal part of child development. Over the years, I've heard this message from child care providers often, either to me or to a fellow parent struggling through a drop-off. They always went out of their way to ensure parents that their child's behavior is completely normal and nothing to be embarrassed about. And again... Reiterating that it might feel hard right now, but it only lasts a minute, and then the kids are totally fine because kids at that age have a short memory. Work with the teachers and staff to create a system that will help ease any fears for you and your child. Take each day as a new opportunity to reassure, distract, or reward. And feel no guilt on the days where you are forced to use all three. I honestly couldn't decide what was worse. Having a kid crying and begging me not to leave, or one that says bye and runs off to their friends before I even got in the door. Because honestly, for each girl, it was a mix of both. Now that we are in this strange in between stage where the girls are too old for childcare centers, but too young to stay home alone, I do miss some of these moments. Not all, but some. It's nice to have that consistency, and it's nice to feel needed. But also nice to see them learning to be independent little humans. But I guess that's motherhood for you. Let me ask you a question. Are you the best kept secret in your town? You are the thing that makes your business, product, or service unique. Not what you do or how you do it. Start telling people about who you are and watch your connections grow. Connections that lead to an engaged audience and more customers. Not sure what I mean? or not sure if this applies to you or your business, I can help. And this month I'm opening up some free brand audit sessions. Spend 30 minutes telling me about who you are and what you do and I'll give you an easy to follow and customized plan for the critical next steps. If you own a business or provide a service, I am talking to you. Visit com to schedule your free audit call today. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.